It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 23rd, 2018. My name is Phil Prosmike. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Happy with you here on this Black Friday. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. You're recovering from the tryptophan haze. I will try and be brief today as I'm sure you've got a lot of other things to do. I know I do as well. But we'll talk a little bit about the Magic's upcoming game against the Denver Nuggets as they start their West Coast road trip. And then I'll talk a little bit about Muhammad Bamba, where he's at as the Magic prepared to enter this important stage of the season. Nearing the quarter pole of the season, we'll talk more about that uh, on next week as well. But before we do any of that, I want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, there's a podcast for every NBA team covering the teams with the excruciating detail that we covered the Orlando Magic in here on this show, Locked On Magic. You can check out Locked On Nuggets. I know they do a fantastic job covering the Nuggets. I've listened to them a few times, not in preparation for this game. I, I actually do listen to the other Locked On podcasts when I get the chance. Um, definitely check them out. You can also check out Locked On NBA for the national perspective as well as Locked On Fantasy Basketball for a fantasy perspective. Remember, it's your team every day on the Locked On Podcast Network. Just search on iTunes for Locked On and the team you are looking for. So I wanted to start today. The Orlando Magic starting their big five-game West Coast road trip. It's, It's five games in, I think, eight or nine days. It's a long, long trip here. Coming up, they'll start at Denver on Friday. They'll head to Los Angeles to take on the Lakers on Sunday. They'll take on the Warriors on Monday, the Blazers on Wednesday, and then finish out the West Coast portion of this road trip in Phoenix next Friday. So again, five games in eight days all out on the West Coast. Then they come home for a few days and then take on the Miami Heat on December Tuesday, December 3rd, I believe. Um, as a front end of a back-to-back, well, they'll play the Denver Nuggets on the back end. It is a whirlwind schedule coming up, a very difficult schedule. As you can tell, the only team with a losing record on the Magic's upcoming, actually two teams with losing record on the Magic's upcoming schedule are the Phoenix Suns and the Miami Heat. So Orlando sitting at 9-9 nine and nine will have their work cut out for them. Not only that, you're facing some pretty hot teams, but the Denver Nuggets are not one of them. After, after starting the season really strong, the Denver Nuggets have have really crashed down to earth. Um, the Nuggets are sitting at eleven and seven. They've lost, I think, three of their last four games. They were they were ten. They were at least ten and four, I believe, um, at one point. Um, you know, and they've had their ups and downs. They they were able to beat Minnesota on Tuesday or Wednesday, sorry, um, but struggled a little bit at the end of that game. Minnesota made a comeback, um, nearly made a game of it, but uh, the Nuggets were able to prevail. Um, obviously, they have tremendous offensive weapons. They're ninth in the league in offensive rating, uh, giving up or scoring 110.7 points per 100 possessions. We know what Nikola Jokic can do. Probably one of the best playmaking centers in the league. Um, you know him and Nikola Vucevic are guys that you run your offense through, and then that's something that that the Nuggets certainly do. They've got Jamal Murray. They've got uh, Paul Millsap. They've got Gary Harris. They got uh, like the Magic, a very diverse offense, a very uh, a, a team that 
has a lot of offensive weapons and can beat you with multiple guys. It's not going to be one guy beating you, although Jokic is going to carry a large amount of, amount of the role. What's really different about this Nuggets team this year is their defense. Um, they were typically they've been historically a really poor defensive team uh, in in this in this run that they've had over the last few years, but so far this year they are seventh in the league in defensive rating, giving up 105.2 points per 100 possessions. So they are playing some really good defense and and, and obviously playing really really well. But last five games have been a different story for the Denver Nuggets. So and, and I and I think it's important to and like the Magic, you know, the Magic have played much better. The uh, last five games have been really really different. Nuggets scoring a lot more, 111.7 points per 100 possessions, but the defense giving up 107.9, that's still ele- that's still 11th in the league. So they've had some slippage on the defensive end, but the offense has more than made up for it, even though they're 2-3 and three in their last five games. So what does that all mean? I mean, obviously small sample sizes, but it means this is a Nuggets team that is very capable of A, playing offense at a very high level still, and, and, and that you expect them to score, and you got to be able to keep up. Um, but B, this is a team that is growing and improving on the defensive end. Um, they, they've got a lot of really, they've got guys who are starting to figure things out. And, and this is a team that has major playoff aspirations, as they should, because they've, they've been on the doorstep the last two years. They, they actually missed it on the last day of the season last year against that Minnesota Timberwolves team they just beat. Um, well, it's a different team now, but, but you, you get what I'm saying. It, it, this is going to be a really challenging game. Denver is lurking for, looking for some confidence. They seem to have gotten some uh, and, and seem to be moving uh, forward in the right direction or moving forward in a better direction as a team, as a, as a unit. And, and obviously, I think that that is, uh, you know, I think that's what you would expect from this Denver team. They're, they're, they're a veteran team. They've been around the block. They, they obviously haven't broken through and made the playoffs yet, but they are more than capable of putting together a really strong effort, a really strong game, and uh, and and coming out and and winning winning uh, at any point and 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 blowing the blowing a team out like the Magic if they're not focused and attentive. Now, as I've said before, Orlando's really got to focus on themselves. They got to play their game plan. They got to really um, really stick to their stick to their game plan, and their margin for error remains very very small. There's always a narrow window for them to get these wins, but Orlando's increasingly proven that they can get these wins if their offense travels from home. Um, onto this West Coast road trip, they will have a chance. If their defense continues to improve, they will have a chance. And really, that's what this is all about. If the Magic, if the Magic are able to play defense at an intense level um, and, and pay attention to those details, which which we've talked about so much uh, in this early part of the season, then Orlando's going to have a chance to win. And I think that's that's really what you expect. Um, you know, this is going to be a tr- tricky game. Um, you know, Denver's got guys that that could give the Magic problems, but I think Orlando has guys that could give Denver problems. I mean. Yeah, Paul Millsap's a great defender, but him and Aaron Gordon kind of cancel each other out. Orlando should have a bit of a length advantage on on everyone outside of uh, guarding Jamal Murray at point guard, um, because they they have they have some some lengthy guard some lengthy wings, and if the Magic can take advantage of that, get some steals, get some turnovers, that'll put them in good shape. Denver, not a team that turns the ball over a lot, fifteen point four percent turnover rate in the last five games. Um, you know that's middle of the pack. It's actually toward the bottom, um, you know, so this is a team that will, you know, cause some, tur- that will turn the ball over a little bit, and and, and if that happens, then the Orlando might be able to sneak out a victory. Obviously, playing in altitude is going to be very, very tough as a way to start this thing out, but you got to do it. Everyone's got to, everyone's got to go through the altitude in Denver, and, and certainly 
um, it's still very possible to get a win. And I think at this point, Orlando sitting at 9-9 should expect to get wins, uh, even against a quality opponent like Denver. This is a kind of quality opponent they should feel like they can go out and steal a victory from. And Orlando, I think, has to feel that they, they, should, they need to start this road trip on the right, on the right foot and, and put a lot of commitment into this game as well. The Orlando Magic taking on the Denver Nuggets that tips off at 9 o'clock on Fox Sports Florida. We'll have complete coverage of that over the weekend on orlandomagicdaily.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are nearing the the quarter pole of the NBA season. We're at game 18. The quarter pole of the season comes at 21. We'll have a lot more about uh, the magic at the quarter pole uh, coming up uh, next week, uh, you know, I, I, I do like to take a moment at you know at each stage of the season. Uh, you know, I, I do we we do play a, a league where there are four quarters in each game, so we split the season up into four quarters, and we do uh, think about where the Magic are at at each quarter of the season. Um, so we'll we'll name a first quarter MVP. We'll ask big question, uh, ask our big questions for the next quarter of the season as we move to the midway point. And certainly Orlando in the past has had good quarters to the season, but we'll get into all that next week. Today, I want to update where Muhammad Bamba is at, because I know a lot of Magic fans are really into him and, and they should be. He's He's been fantastic, um, but he is a rookie still. And I think the biggest takeaway that we can have about Mo Bamba at this early stage of the season is that he is indeed still a rookie. He is still making rookie mistakes. He still looks like a rookie, and he has the consistency of a rookie. That's not an insult. That's just a fact. The stat line on Mohamed Bamba reads like this. 6.7 points per game, uh, 4.7 rebounds per game, 51% shooting, uh, 55% effective field goal percentage with 25% shooting from beyond the arc. Not impressive. Per 36 minutes, and he's doing all this in uh, 17 and a half minutes per game. Per 36 minutes, 13.7 points per 36 minutes, 2.9 blocks per 36 minutes, uh, 9.6 rebounds per 36 minutes uh, as well. So projecting out a little bit, if you were to get more minutes yeah, it, it feels like he'd be a little more productive and, and produce maybe the, at the honestly at the same level that Dwight Howard was producing except with more blocks. Um, obviously, as as we saw on the Fox Sports Florida broadcast a few days ago, um, that may not be anything. Thank you, Jeff Turner. Um, it, it, it I'll say this in David Steele's defense. It is something unless it isn't. You know, we can't say for certain what Mo Bamba would do in 36 minutes because he's not playing 36 minutes. Nor should he at this point. The poor shooting percentage kind of leads leads you to think about that, especially from beyond the arc. But the bottom line is the Magic are not trying to rush Mo Bamba. I, I think that's something that I've said throughout uh, the entire offseason, and I think it's been proven right. Orlando is not looking to give Mo Bamba more than he can handle. When he's playing well, he plays more. Um, that's certainly happened on opening night against the Heat. That's certainly happened on several other occasions where the Magic have stuck with Bamba maybe a little bit longer. They've they've abandoned that Vucevic-Bamba lineup idea. That didn't work. They, they tried it. They thought maybe Bamba could spread the floor a little bit. 
Um, and they wanted to get him out on the floor. But but now they found a rotation where he's backing up Nikola Vucevic and, and providing good minutes. Because I want to make that perfectly clear. While I think he looks like a rookie and probably isn't ready to handle, not that he isn't ready, but he probably shouldn't handle a whole lot more minutes than what he's getting right now on a consistent basis. Obviously, if he's playing better, playing well, you, you give him a little more time. Um, but I think that Bamba still has a long lot to learn. And obviously, Nikola Vucevic has played fantastic and, and has a lot of trust uh, from, from the coaching staff. And so it, it's a little harder for Bamba to scratch out minutes. There's no doubt about it. But at the same time, Bamba has gained a lot of trust from the coaching staff. And, and, and that's a big thing because one of the criticisms that Clifford faced coming into Orlando was he doesn't play the young guys. He doesn't play rookies. He doesn't like rookies. And that's both true and not true. Because what, what Clifford cares about right now is winning. He's going to play the players that give him the best chance to win. And that is Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba, for everything that he does, does make a positive impact on the floor. According to basketball reference, he's got a 2.8 defensive box plus minus. So he's playing 2.8 points per 100 possessions better than the average player. That's actually about the same that Nikola Vucevic is playing at this point. Uh, when he's on the floor, according to... Um, uh, so, you know, he's he's making a positive impact. I, I don't think that we can deny that he is not making a positive impact. He's blocking shots. He's changing shots. He's learning and getting better defensively. But he still makes rookie mistakes where he doesn't, on both ends of the floor, honestly, where he doesn't quite know where to be. He doesn't quite have the timing down, doesn't quite have the recognition down. Is honestly the big part of it is he doesn't see the game quite at the NBA level yet, which, again, not a criticism. All rookies go through this. It's very rare to find a rookie who catches on to the NBA just like that, who um, uh, who makes such a positive impact on his team from the get-go. And, and honestly, I, I think you can sit here and say that, that Mo Bamba's been super impressive. There's a lot to like about him. When he's been really good, he's been really good. Blocking shots, changing shots, making jumpers, running the floor. Those are the things that we expected to see from Obama and the things that we expected that he could do effectively, and he has largely done those effectively. Now, it's not all the time yet, but slowly but surely he will get there because that's what a young player does. And, and, and I think Clifford said this several times, Mo Bamba is going to look a lot better in January than he does today. He's going to look a lot better in April than he does in January. It's meant to be a slow progress, meant to be a progression to get there, and I think largely he has done that. Now, the statistics don't like Mo Bamba. Magic, and he's, I think this is largely because he's played with a lot of poor bench units. He has the worst defensive, the Magic have the worst defensive rating on the, of any player in the rotation when Mo Bamba's on the floor. 109.7 defensive rating with Mo Bamba on the floor. That's not actually too far off the team's overall average, which I honestly think is a good sign that the team is actually playing relatively consistent defense. But... When Bamba's on the floor, the Magic have a 93.6 offensive rating. So he has struggled a little bit to find his fit offensively. Um, you know, their Magic are not running any plays for him, nor really should they, because he doesn't really have the strength to post up guys quite yet. So you don't want to dump the ball into the post with him. You, I don't know if you trust his decision-making as a passer out of the post. Um, the Magic have tried to use him a lot in the high post as a passer, which, you know, I think his passing's okay. It's it's probably not, you know, it's certainly not at Vooch's level. Um, it's not an NBA you know, quality level yet or NBA consistent level yet. 
Um, and he's doing a lot of pick and pops for three-pointers. That's where his offense is going to come from. So I, I think for now, that's fine. I, I don't think you're looking to give him much more offensive responsibility. And I know a lot of fans are eager to see him start scoring 20 points or, or, or have big, big scoring games. But I don't think that's what's in store for him this season. I think that the, the idea for him is to have him be a presence in the paint, block shots, change shots, and, and you know make things hard from that perspective rather than to be, you know, a superstar right out the gate. That's that's not who he is. That's not what the Magic want him to be. So, Orlando obviously still is developing Bamba slowly, and, and, and that's fine, and he's done well again. I, I want to I reiterate that. I, 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 while the numbers say that, that the Magic's defense has been poor with Bamba on the floor, I don't think that's because of Bamba, and I think Bamba's defense has been, you know, pretty solid for a rookie. He's had some really strong defensive moments, but clearly some moments where he is still learning and trying to figure this game out and figure the speed of this game out. And so obviously um, that development is going to continue. Now when we check back in on Mo Bamba at the midway point of the season in, in January, you know, you expect to see another step taken. Bamba's gotten his feet wet. He's, um, you know, he's made an impact. He's shown that he can hang with the NBA, but he's also shown that he still has a long, long way to go. Not just for his career, which was obvious, but this year as well. And, you know, maybe that complicates some things uh, in February a little bit. But for now, Bamba is in the role that he needs to be in. He's playing the role that he needs to be in. And honestly, largely, I think he's been successful in the role that he is currently playing. And I think that's a big reason why the Magic are playing so well is they found a good role for Bamba that fits his skill level and he is performing that role fairly well for the most part. I don't think, I mean, maybe there's been two or three games where he hasn't done it. And and and, and that would include actually uh, oh, the recent one where Ken Birch played a lot of minutes at the end of the game. I played a lot of minutes in there. Um, I think it was a Washington game where he really struggled a little bit. But that happens. And I think that's that was a learning experience for the rookie. And, and he's come back and played some better games. Had a great game on Tuesday against the Raptors, which, which the Magic absolutely needed. But again, the offense, you know, his offensive game still has a long, long way to go. So Bamba largely, you know, I think the conclusion with Bamba nearing the quarter pole of the season is he has had a strong rookie campaign. Not rookie of the year worthy, but I don't think any of us expected that um, or realistically expected that, but but certainly a strong rookie campaign. He's shown the progress that the Magic need him to make, uh, at least an in-season for his rookie year. And of course, we'll kind of see how that continues to develop as the rest of the season moves on because there is still a long, long way to go. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Like I said, I'm going to try and keep today's episode short, so I'm going to close it up now. Uh, you can, of course, follow me on Twitter at Locked On Magic and, subscri- and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can also find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. I hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving, ate lots of turkey, got to spend some time with some friends and family, enjoy that time together. 
uh, before we get back into the nitty-gritty of the Orlando Magic season. So again, have a happy Thanksgiving. Get all your Christmas shopping done on Friday, or don't. It's all good. There's still a long way to go until Christmas, just like there's a long way to go in this season. But sincerely, happy Thanksgiving. Have a great weekend. We'll talk again Monday when we'll break down the Magic's game against the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll talk a little bit about this Nuggets game as well. And also talk about the Magic's upcoming game against the Warriors as this road trip gets into full gear. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossenreich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.